Hello and welcome to the Hepper Brew Podcast. I'm Cameron and I'm here with Dustin as always. What's up? Why are you talking so low? Uh, I don't know. I just want to start that off a little sexier. A little sexy. Okay. Yeah. So today we're talking about Gamer. Gamer. Speaking of sexy. <laughs> Gerard Butler. And uh, we're going to get Gamerfied. Yeah. So I haven't seen this since it came out at I Blockbuster for rental. <laughs> I got to tell you, it was a weird trip that got me into Gamer. Okay. It started as I really wanted to watch The Three Ninjas. Really? And I couldn't find it on any of the streaming services. Oh. So I was like... Oh. I'm not paying two ninety nine for The Three Ninjas. No, because I was like, this has got to be one that's on like one of the kids. Were you looking for the first one or the Hulk Hogan one? I would have taken any of them. I probably would have had a harder time with High Noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. But... uh I uh, I was like, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the mood for some some lighthearted three ninjas action. Those were I liked them a lot as a kid, but that's what they were there for. Yeah, exactly. But instead, uh, they weren't on any of the streaming services. So like last gasp, I was like, let me check HBO now. I need sweet hot action. Was, yeah, I was like, let's check HBO now, and it wasn't there. But under their movies was Gamer, and I was like, you know what? It's nothing like it at all. But I have not seen this movie since it came out. It's nothing like it at all. Came out in 2009. A serious action-filled R-rated romp. I hope you say serious with a grain of salt because <laughs> this movie is, I've got to tell you, I did not remember how just batshit insane this movie There's a was. dance scene with Thomas C. Howell, right? That's his name? Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. I'll get to him in a second. Let me run down Gamer really quick. So the idea is in the near future, which I believe was like, either 2014 or 2024, like some super near future from 2009. Um, The most popular show in the world is the running man. No, is, is slayers, (laughs) which is they take. (laughs) Cause that's what this movie is. Yeah. Essentially (laughs) they take um, death row inmates and they implant them with nanites that turn them basically into live action video game characters and other players, other people control them. And they play in this show Slayers, which is basically Call of Duty come to life. And if your character it's survives... It's like Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, and... Oh, no, there's another one that's like Grand and, Theft Auto. I'll get to that, too. Okay. So, it's, it's yeah, so it's like Call of Duty come to life, but you're controlling a death row inmate instead of a soldier. And if your death row inmate survives 30 games, they get their freedom. Their full pardon and freedom. And uh, the guy who created it, Ken Castle, an electric performance from Michael C. Hall. I actually uh, wrote down that if Michael C. Hall had been this interesting and charismatic through Dexter, I probably would have cared more and watched that show. Oh, you're about to get that Dexter hive on your ass. But, um, but yeah, was, no, Dexter boring. sucks. He's boring. It is terrible. And this one, is, I was so taken aback by how not boring he was. Like how... like over the top he is and he so he plays ken castle who came up with the nanites and the concept for slayers and he also came up with one called society which is like cameron said earlier basically just grand theft auto come to life and like twisted metal yeah it's just grand theft auto and twisted metal come to life where real people are used with these nanites as the vessels for other people to control them so the movie starts and we're introduced to gerard butler uh, who's John Tillman, a.k.a. Cable, the most popular Slayer's death row inmate character in the world. 
and he's won 27 straight games. It's the closest anyone's ever come to winning their freedom. He's three away. And he's controlled by a 17-year-old kid named Simon, who is played by Logan Lerman, uh, who disappeared pretty quick after this movie. He made a couple more, and then he kind of went low-key for a while. Oh, really? Made Percy Jackson, I think, and a few others. And then he came back uh, recently with that Amazon show, The Hunters. Oh, okay. Um, so he he is who controls Cable, Gerard Butler. And as this is going on, it's obviously like a huge story. Is Gerard Butler going to get his freedom or not? What's going to happen? Uh, Gerard Butler's wife works as one of the vessels in society. And so you get a lot of that. You get a lot of like insight into that world. And it just paints it as this bleak, sad place of debauchery where um, the people just make these these people do whatever they want. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of sex. Everyone's naked or everyone's like super scantily clad like a Grand Theft Auto would be or like like any creative character would be. Um, and it's funny because they always I show make my characters naked. They always show the people controlling the other people in society, and it's always like morbidly obese, gross people that like it's a super bad stereotype. Like it's just a, there's a dude who's controlling his wife in society, who has a plate of waffles and a bowl of syrup, and he's folding the waffle like a taco and dipping it in the syrup and just housing them with one bite. Yo, that's genius. It's innovative food yeah. eating for sure. Wow. So as all this is going on, there's a hacker group led by Ludacris called Humans, with a Z, Humans, and uh, <laughs> and they're trying to expose Ken Castle as the the manipulative, vindictive person that that he is, and that he just is running this like it's basically like for mind murder. control. It's not for entertainment. It's not. It's for mind control. It's for straight mind control. Yeah. And people just can't see that through the nanites. And so humans is like, hey, you don't see a problem with this? Like you don't. And so Gerard Butler is like, yeah, I need to escape. I need to win my freedom. Let's go three more rounds. And Ken Castle is like, hey, he's not getting out. He knows too much. We can't let him out. Like he's got to die. So they program in and drop in Terry Crews as um, Hackman. Hackman and Hackman Hackman and it's insane because he's super jacked and he like hardly says a word as always but like with Terry Crews he's like menacingly jacked in as this. always with Terry Crews he but he's playing it menacingly yes and uh it's just it's incredible he's just flexing his pecs the entire time essentially cracking his neck a lot there's okay. a lot of that there's yeah. a lot of just looking tough okay and he gets programmed in like damn do you have problems with your neck bro without the nanites so he does he can control himself because like the big problem oh. with the game is there's a glitch there's like a second delay from the controller telling you to shoot and you shooting oh so terry cruz doesn't have that because you he's don't have got, no glitch exactly they call it the ping in the movie Ooh, the and he, he has no ping and so it's supposed to be this this advantage <laughs> he's pingless that's this advantage uh yeah they're like, hey, his only mission in the game is go kill Gerard Butler. I've seen this movie, but I don't remember any of this. <clears throat> and if this sounds... I forgot Terry Crews was even in it. If this sounds insane, believe me when I tell you, this is only about 40 minutes into the movie that all of this has happened. 
so much stuff happens in such a short amount of time in this movie that it's almost overwhelming to watch. Okay. Uh, it's made by the people who did Crank and which Crank is also High Voltage, very overwhelming. Which is also sensory overload. Yes. But um, this is just every time there's a gamer or a, like a, a Slayers tele- televised pay per view thing, the the direction is just insane. There's people blowing up. There's bodies flying everywhere. There's heads getting blown off. There's, it's absolutely over the top to the fullest extent it's pretty possible violence yeah it's it's it is just like a updated version of like the running man yeah. or uh if you ever saw the condemned with stone cold <laughs> which in itself yeah. is also just basically the running man yeah but with inmates uh so you kind of just slap those two together and you get you get gamer and um gerard butler the running man is so awesome it really is it's funny too because they're trying it really that's dates. streaming on stars it dates itself. The gamer really dates itself because the opening scene is um, is set to the Marilyn Manson version of Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Oh, hell yeah. And then that song comes back up again twice more in the movie. you damn right. <laughs> There's a part where uh, his wife is getting ready to go to work in society. That's also in House on Haunted Hill. Too. Yeah, it is. And she gets to society and the song that plays is like a slowed down version of the Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Really? And you're just watching these people like fight and have sex and murder each other while you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it like they do on the it's disco. Just it's super slow down. No, it's just slowed down. It's just like they speed it, sped it, sped it down to half speed or something. Wow. And uh, the Bloodhound it's gang. just surreal. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is it Bloodhound Gang in this movie? And um, and so it's super dated like that. But what I thought was so interesting about it and what I wanted to talk about here, I know it's a, a long winded way to get to this, but I feel like this movie kind of predicted the rise of esports and gamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, because like all these people are. Uh, or like Rockstar, like the kid, Logan Lerman, Simon, who controls cable, is like a billionaire. He's got people hitting him up online all the time, like, hey, like, what's up? Like, let's buy him off of you. You have all this money. We'll give you fifty million more. Like, let's come on. Like and they're like sponsors. They have all sorts of access to stuff. And gamers or slayers, I keep saying gamer. Slayers is the most popular show in the world. And, like, these people are stars. All these death row inmates are beloved, too. There's one point where someone's like, Cable, will you sign an autograph for my kid? And he's like, what? He's like, bless you. He's like, I'm a death row inmate. What does someone want my autograph for? Are you kidding me? And it becomes this huge scathing, like, diss on society for being so into, into video games and putting such an emphasis on it. I don't know. Okay, I could, yeah, definitely. And then you have the big, the billionaires being investors, and these like unknown billionaires, if you will, being the investors behind the gaming. Mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah, that is very predictive of today and what what that entire culture is of League of Legends and uh, even just fighting championships and or Fortnite or anything or Apex, all, any of that stuff. It's a lot of billion dollar corporations <laughs> and other things of that nature, marketing companies all sponsoring these teams effectively that and it's all really just getting their brand out there as opposed to like, yeah, exactly. You know, even like the NBA now has making these performers people. 
NBA now has their like their NBA video game league. Yeah. And so like and so it's just it's become such a big thing. I mean, big credit to it becoming a a serious and recognized thing though in the gaming community, but Oh yeah, I it just is think it's just funny. just another thing that's being exploited effectively for big corporation sponsorship and I just think it's funny that of all things to predict that it was the Gerard Butler gamer. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I, I which did is not a ridiculous stupid film. Uh, it's funny. I have a couple notes too that I took is um when they're not in the games, when they're not playing Slayers, the inmates are all in like this desert oasis looking thing where there's just a basketball court and tons of dirt and stuff. And there's a part where he's sitting down by himself and of all people, John Leguizamo walks over and is an inmate with him and doesn't play in the game. He's just serving his sentence, but he's like, Hey, I forgot John Leguizamo was in this. He's like, Hey, what's going on, man? You don't talk a lot, huh? You just sit by yourself, huh? And like that happens a couple times and a couple different scenes and they start to like befriend each other, not even befriend, just kind of like acquaintance, interact with each other and just be together. Yeah. And, um, John Leguizamo's like, you're always sitting down over here, man. I get it. I feel you got to keep all your holes down here. You got to stay seated down. People go crazy. But he says it in like that John Leguizamo way. Yeah. That I was, I had to double take. I was like, did he just say keep all your holes down? Like, yes. What? Keep all your holes down. <laughs> it's a, it's That's a why he's lesson. seated. People get crazy. People just start poking holes. He uh, he gets in contact with the humans people, the, the leader group, Ludacris and them. They, he gets in contact with them and they're like, hey. I totally forgot Ludacris is in there. John, I'm telling you, so many people pop up. They're like, John Tillman, Cable, we're, uh, we can get you out. And he's like, I'm two games away from winning my freedom. The hell do I? Like, no, it's fine. And they're like, look, we can get you out. We know where your wife is. We can get you your wife back. And we know where your daughter is. Oh. And like, they're both like, oh, man, we haven't seen our daughter because we're both in this. Like, I'm in prison and... My wife had the daughter taken and she's in society now. And so he's like, okay, I'm listening. And so the last match, it's match 30 for his freedom. The world is watching and he gets hammered, fall down drunk. And the kid controlling him is like, what the hell are you doing? Like what? You're going to blow this for me? Cause the kid has no idea that he's about to escape. And this is all part of some super elaborate escape plan that gets him out of the game. And instantly they get him out of the game. And this, again, this is only like minute 45, minute 50 of this hour and 40 minute movie. So a lot going on in a short amount of time. And as soon as he gets out, they just vilify the kid. They say that the kid um, fragged Cable and killed him intentionally. And that he's going to be banned and that Cable is gone. And everyone in the world is like, how could you do this to our hero cable predictive of esports ethics too yeah exactly there's a lot <laughs> the odd world of esports might have just watched gamer yeah and they're like all right let's do it. what year did it come out 2009 okay i think there were in like 09 there were tournaments for certain things like marvel versus capcom things like that i think around then mm-hmm. and the late aughts i think there were yeah there were definitely but tournaments. It was, i think pretty exclusive to like korea japan and like china primarily asian countries yeah and like maybe new you know big big la new york things like that occasionally (laughs) in the early like 2011 2012 Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about it too because they waited until 
match 30. He's literally on the cusp of his freedom. And then they free him? Like, why wouldn't they do that, like, match 15, match 20? Well, because his freedom probably wasn't actually going to be granted, much like in... uh, in the Running Man, in the Running Man, where he stumbles upon the corpses of the supposedly right freed running contestants, men, yeah. contestants. Well, yeah. that's what I was thinking too, is because it becomes pretty clear that they want to kill him by all means. Yeah, and so it, I just wonder if they were like we 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 were waiting to confirm that he wasn't going to let you out, even though we know exactly that he doesn't want to let you out. Like we've known that for weeks. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just struck me as odd. But another thing I was thinking about too. Was they mention that it's pay per view to order Slayers each week? Damn. How much money would you pay? Oh. Every week? Every week to watch Slayers. $9.99. Would you do $20? No. $20 a week? If it was once a month, would you do $60? Like a UFC fight? $70 for HD? I don't even do that for UFC fights. Yeah, but this is different. This is Death Row Inmate, Call of Duty Carnage. Yeah, I would. So the first one I would definitely do. I would buy. Okay. Depending on how much I got into it, you know, then maybe, yeah. But if I don't get into it, I'm not going to keep going. But I'd probably watch the first season. Only for 10 bucks, though? Like you wouldn't. What's the max? $10 a week. What's the max you would spend a month on this? A month? 15 bucks. If I can get the quality program from HBO for $15 a month, then that's that's my limit. Okay, that's fair. I understand that. Um, I feel like I'd probably be $15, $20 as well as my cap. I'm not a big UFC person either. I was never a big order the pay-per-views for WWE either, really. I wanted to be, but my parents were like, hell no. Yeah, they were like, "It's how much? Yeah, what? Uh Uh-uh, not going to happen. You can rent that from Blockbuster in six months. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can watch Monday and then rent it. So when Stone Cold beat Shawn Michaels, I was, you know, a a little behind. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like six months later, they're like, dude, he hasn't been in W. He got run over now. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Stone Cold beating Shawn Michaels. Um, <laughs> Shawn Michaels' back doesn't work, so he's gone. Speaking of people that are in this movie that you wouldn't think about, uh, my, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Milo Ventimiglia, the dude from Heroes and uh, This Is Us and a couple other movies and stuff, okay, is in this movie as a character named Rick Rape. And he's oh. a character in society. Oh. And if you've if you've never Oh wow. If you've never heard the phrase heat check when it comes to an actor coming into a movie and just lighting it on fire with his screen time. Well, I yeah, I can imagine with your name being Rick Ray. I timed it. I rewound it and timed it because I was like, that seems very fast. He's in the movie for seventy two seconds. <laughs> As Rick Rape. He pops up. He hits on Gerard Butler's wife. And the, she he follows her back to her hotel room. And then Gerard Butler is coming to save his wife. Grabs him. Picks him up. And banes him over his leg to break his spine. <laughs> and the whole thing takes like 73 seconds. Wow. It's incredible. That's pretty awesome. I've never seen someone do more with literally the minimum 
in my life in a movie. He he must have been like, hey. Just to get his spine correct in half. Hey, I'm going to go he, like, for it. Is he screaming throughout? Is he, like, he screams oh. when he gets picked up and hit, and then it's like instant death. Okay. Like Gerard Butler's too strong. Okay. So he like he snap he severs his spine. Uh, but basically, this movie is just insanity. Other Gerard Butler, there's a lot of shots of him with his family before all this happened, and he's driving, and his wife is holding his arm, and he's got this big tattoo up his arm, and it's in like Times New Roman font, and it just says, "I am right here with you." Okay. In big bold letters up his arm, it just says, "I am right here with you." That's it. Risk to elbow, essentially. And I was like... That's deep. Was, was like, That's some deep shit. What would possess you? I am right here with you. Maybe it's, it's something even, between him and his wife. But they never explain it. They never anything. They just show this tattoo on his arm. This, I am right here with you tattoo. They don't tattoo. need to explain it. You just get it. I'm right here with you, man. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm right here with you. I was like, what an odd choice to go into the artist and be like, hey... What's up? Big bold letters. I am right here with you, please. And the artist is probably like, is it in her handwriting? Is it in? Nope. Nah. Give me a good Havelica. Yeah. (laughs) You got papyrus. Can I get something? Something's going to stand out here. I don't know. That was just one of those things. But this is definitely um, not a movie for everybody. Uh, If you've seen Crank and that wasn't for you, then this is definitely not for you because it's not really as good as Crank. There's a dude named Rick Rape in it. Yeah, I should tell you. So if you're like hesitant about movies with characters named Rick Rape, this isn't the movie for you. Uh, Yeah, he gets his comeuppance pretty quick. He does, but still, it's a a, a pretty good like idea of what you're dealing with when you have characters named Rick Rape. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the main character's name is what again? John Tillman, a.k.a. Cable. Cable, yeah. With a K. K with a Cable because you don't want that Marvel. Yeah, you don't want them suing you. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, at this time, they're like just starting, just getting geared up with Iron Man. Uh, but but yeah, I would I would say if you are cool with over-the-top action. Like extremely over-the-top and just like piss-poor storytelling. It, <laughs> that's it's funny you say that. It reminded me I was, before we get out of here, I'd... Something I wanted to say. I read that Gerard Butler, when they made this movie, and then they watched the first cut, I guess after he watched the first cut, he turned to them and was like, please take my name off of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Put my other name, Jerry Butler. Please. Like when I was in Dracula 2000. Please take me out of this. And I wonder, like, did they edit? There was nothing else to follow up on. Because, like, like, he was riding that 300 high at this time. He, yeah, he was just starting to to get his big success. He was getting um, 300. He was getting, I know, Law-Abiding Citizen as well. Law-Abiding Citizen is pretty sweet. That's a good one. Definitely recommend that. Yeah, if if we find that streaming, we're definitely doing that. So he had had the Phantom of the Opera in two thousand four. He had three hundred and oh six. P.S. I Love You, two thousand seven. Rock and Rolla, two thousand eight. The Ugly Truth, two thousand nine. Gamer, two thousand nine. Law Abiding Citizen, two thousand nine. Bounty Hunter, two thousand ten. How to Train Your Dragon, two thousand ten. So he's in the middle of like, okay, just never mind. Nonstop <laughs> work, like he's, yes, but it's all bad. It's hit and miss. 
He's putting in all sorts of work, hit and miss, and the miss comes out. But like when you've made the ugly truth, you've made the bounty hunter, and you're like, hey, take my name off of gamer. Yeah. I don't want to be associated with gamer. That like, kind of also is an inkling into what kind of movie this is. It makes me wonder what, uh, how much they changed from, from the first cut on because his name is very clearly on it. I, oh, I want to see that cut. That's what I'm saying. Release. You talk about release the Snyder cut. Release the first cut of Gamer. Oh, Gamer. That's what the people need to see. If it was so bad, Gerard Butler was like, "Hey, I don't want to be." Or maybe they with were this. just like, "Look, bro, you're contractually obligated to this film, so your fucking name is going on it." Smile for the if poster. You see Let's any go. Money off of this. Smile for that poster. You got Let's points go. on the back end, buddy. So get so it together. Get out there. Conan's calling. Time to get ship shape and fucking get out and promote Gamer. Uh, but, but yeah, so I would say that it's on HBO, HBO now. Um, check it out. If you feel like you don't Soon have the HBO max, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have, uh, enough over the top action movie in your life right now, gamer is definitely there for you. If you're like the ways. running man is cool, but it could use an update with more and guns like, and turned up to a thousand and nanites and turned up to a th- Yeah. Just the direction of the, this everything. There's a dancing montage scene with uh, Michael C. Hall. Yeah. He sings and dances. Yeah. <laughs> he's, so he's singing. I've got no strings. Yeah, because it's all in reference Pinocchio. to his mind yeah, control box. Yeah, to his, his nanite mind control. That's the type of stuff we're talking about here. If you want to see an absolute... Real deep shit. Yeah. Uh, just uh, check it out. HBO Now, soon to be HBO Max. Or is that backwards? Is it HBO Max right now? Uh, no, it's HBO Now right now, but it's soon to be HBO Max. Okay. So check it out on HBO. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, any other thoughts on Gamer? Are you going to watch it anytime soon again? I or? might. I might now. <laughs> Absolutely. Like... You're like I forgot I everybody forgot was how in it. Ridiculous it was, but it is pretty over the top ridiculous. I watched it trying I to like think that. like what would the scene be that Gerard Butler was like, "Hey, I'm out," <laughs> and I don't know because it's all so. It just basically starts at ten and goes to ten. Like you know what I mean? There's no uh, like gentle rise to it. It no. just happens. So I don't know. So watch that. Let me know. Let us know what you think the moment was that Gerard Butler was like, "Hey, I'm out. Like, get me off of this." Um, but that's yeah, that's all Bobby I got. Like, there was a character named Rick, Rick Rape. Rape. <laughs> He's probably like, yo, that was that character's name. He was in the script. Oh, Jesus. I didn't see that. All it said was Jerry kills RR. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let us know your gamer thoughts. Uh, check it out. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Heffabrew. Um, you can shoot us an email at the movie mailbag at gmail.com and visit the website uh, that's being curated ever so perf- perfect perfectly perfect by, by Dustin over here. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm trying Heiferbrew. to com. trying to update it a little more. We're trying to get back into it. Um, at some point I'll release my only thing I'll ever write again. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good tease. And, uh, and yeah, thank you guys for checking the, checking us out. Be sure to, Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. If you're on Apple, Listen, review. If you're on rate, Apple, yeah, rate and review all of it. Let us know. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Get and, your uh, friends to listen. Tell your family, everyone who you love. Tell them about empty your queue. Just spread the word. Yeah, Heifer Brew Podcast. Thank you guys. Uh, we will be back. All right.